Welcome to day six of the Critics Not Cynics 31 Days of Horror Spectacular. And as was mentioned on day five, this is the second part of the Versus uh, group of episodes. Uh, so we're going to be talking about Hellfest today and which one ends up being the winner in this contest. So um, what's weird about both of those movies were neither one, I, I saw some advertisements for both, but neither one seemed to really kind of grasp my interest. Um, I think Hellfest was one that was more marketed for a wider theatrical release than Bloodfest, uh, but neither one really kind of piqued my interest, and so I didn't really get out to watch them. Um, but fortunately, you know, once they hit home release, I, uh, was able to watch Bloodfest through my Showtime, uh, subscription through Hulu. And then, uh, I think there had been a sale, uh, for Hellfest because I would believe it was around, uh, I think it was the end of October last year that I watched it. So I didn't really get to watch it at Halloween time, but I think there had been like a $6.99 or $4.99 sale on, on Vudu, and I purchased it. After kind of watching the trailer a couple times and, and going, okay, this seems, you know, to have the same premise a little bit as Bloodfest, but uh, a little bit differently. And all right, well, let's go ahead. I'm not spending a whole lot of money on it, and I'm, uh, I'm getting the, to own it. So if I really like it, I can watch it again as many times as I want. So... The difference uh, in the premise on this one, although that this also has a type of like horror festival going on, uh, and it's another group of friends uh, going to it to you know have fun. The difference being that although Bloodfest was more of just massacre mayhem. This one's more of a traditional kind of slasher, stalker, thriller type uh, horror film. So the, the premise is you have uh, Amy Forsythe's character kind of coming home uh, for a little bit to visit her friends. And, uh, you know, there's some, some back history, which is something that I think that they could have gone into better detail on. I think it was something that was lacking in the film because I didn't quite understand why... She had a little bit of a struggle amongst the groups of her fr- a group of the group of her friends because there's something there that's not a full story like basically kind of like a uh, you know they all kind of moved on to college yet she kind of stayed home and was the like hometown girl uh, who didn't really go on to make anything of herself type of thing um, and if I have that a little bit wrong that's just kind of to show that they didn't really go into great detail but anyways. She is, you know, kind of coming back and visiting friends or, you know, and uh, they've all decided that they're going to go to this festival. And it's, you know, right around Halloween time. But little do they know that there is a serial killer who uh, has done this in the past, as the opening sequence of the film kind of alludes to. Uh, He goes to all these different kind of horror festivals each year and finds someone that catches his interest and stalks 
and eventually murders them at some point during the night. And so kind of what happens in this situation, though, is that they, uh, the killer kind of gets introduced to his mainline victim really early on. Um, but because of a certain interaction with Amy Forsythe's character, the main character, um, after he, uh, like right up to when he murders his first victim that night, um, it catches his eye and he, and she thinks that, you know, this is all part of, because it's during one of kind of like the haunted house, tra- uh, attractions that this is all kind of an orchestrated scare that the, the young girl that's getting murdered is just an actor, and, and same with the killer. It's just, you know, part of the show. Um, but something between her and the killer during that interaction really kind of piques his interest in her. And so the rest of the night, he begins to stalk her. And um, he's also very clever with how he goes about the stalking because the mask he wears uh, throughout the night is a common mask uh, especially during a particular part of the haunts or the attractions that they go through. Because, you know, she begins to kind of notice that uh, she kind of sees him around and she has a really creepy sequence in, in a bathroom that's also kind of just very well done. Um, and yet, you know, there's nothing the security guy can do about it and there's nothing that, you know, no, the friends are just like, ah, oh, you're just kind of you know, just kind of spooked a little bit. That's kind of what the whole point of the night's all about. Uh, But slowly as the night progresses, each of the friends are kind of getting picked off one by one as he narrows his track down to her. And um, this also has the great Tony Todd uh, in it for a short cameo, which is really fantastic. I love him showing up and kind of doing the the host of, of the tour um, I liked all of the different, uh, little attractions that they go through. Um, one negative aspect, um, that it bugs me, but, but I understand why it's there or how, why it's the way it is, is, um, during one of the kills as the, it's like a hypodermic needle, I believe is going through the eye of one of the characters, uh, it's just like very obvious fake. Um, it's not fantastic practical effects, but I mean, I don't know what their budget really was for this movie. So I don't know if, uh, you know, with everything else, cause I mean, the, the attractions are very like well played out. I'm sure that they, uh, actually filmed this at some type of like Halloween festival, um, because a lot of the, you know, the haunt areas are fully realized, you know, they, they're like the attractions that you go out to every October and, uh, visit to get into the Halloween spirit. So, uh, I can't, I can't fault them if they kind of use their budget to film, to film at this location. Um, if it costs them a lot of money that they were then kind of, regarded to have to use kind of a little bit lower on the on the effects side of things but um with that said i think most of the other kills that are in the rest of the movie are all very good um and there and there's plenty of them and the film 
really builds up to its climax. It's it's very much of a regular um, slow burn. Isn't necessarily the right phrase in the sense of it, this is not a slow movie, um, but instead that it's the killer working up to that climax. Like everything is kind of more off to the side, um, kind of away from the attention of other people, uh, knocking off one by one. And then when it's very evident that, you know, he's after her and, uh, all mayhem kind of breaks out. So, I really, again, what's strong between both movies, between both Bloodfest and Hellfest, is that the characters and their interpersonal relationships are very well developed. Now, again, like I said, some of the backstory uh, for Amy Forsythe's character isn't well fleshed out, but the kind of setup of that she's got a little... um, kind of animosity to uh, Beck's uh, Taylor Klaus's character uh, and that they kind of have some negative history uh, for each other kind of really when they're at odds and yet also at the same time when they're when they are uh, joking around and, and actually like being friends it feels genuine it feels real um, and you know you then you also have kind of the guy who's interested in her who's kind of doing trying to do all the right things to express interest in her and maybe develop a personal relationship with her and kind of her on that end as well. And then you've got, um, you know, the best friend who's always there for her and just trying to be supportive. And, uh, then you have the, I believe, sir, two other guys, I believe. So, um, I haven't revisited yet this October, but it is on the docket of movies I want to watch this month. Um, so it will, it will be refreshed in my mind at that time. Um, and so when they have all their kind of scenes together and they are all interacting with each other, they, they feel like a real group of people. I, I will say that the, these characters feel m- more real than the characters from Bloodfest. Um, but the one thing both movies do right is, is making sure that you can empathize with the characters that you get emotionally invested with the characters so that when they are getting knocked off, um, you're a little bit sad because you don't, you want them to survive. You want them to make it through this movie. So I have to give kudos to both films and for, for doing that. Um, so, and then of course this movie also kind of ends with a little bit of a cliffhanger. Um, the kind of idea that they could make a sequel if they should choose to. Um, and I, I really think I would like to see one. Um, I don't know if I want to see more, uh, of the background of the killer, like why he particularly does this. They do enough to give you kind of a bit of an idea that, he it's it's there's a reason but uh i don't think that they kind of like straight up spell it out but they do introduce um a very interesting aspect to the killer um that you don't quite see coming at at the begin from the beginning all the way through to the end so i i really appreciated that but i don't know if i need them to go into more background maybe a little bit of the why 
Um, but I don't need to go into much of his history or much of his character. Kind of a film that that is doing it the right way. Um, and maybe if they went this route with it, I'd be more open to it. Uh, but the collector uh, and the collection, which may or may not be a recommendation later on in the month, um, now that they, they are um, filming the collected which was what i said that this that movie if they ever did a third one should be called uh so i'm really happy that they're going with that title uh you know the first movie in in that didn't give you any inclination as to why uh he was doing this why he set up this kind of madhouse um but then when you get to the collection it's more of kind of giving you more of an idea more of a background and I get a feeling that when we get to The Collected, we're going to know his true motivations, his true reason, who he is as a character. So I think that in Hellfest, um, with this killer, you get enough of the pieces there for you to just know who he is and what he's doing, but not why he's doing it. And if they want to kind of build on that mythos in a sequel, I think they just need to kind of give it to us piecemeal. Um, and, and not all at once. I think that that's a problem with a lot of, uh, horror sequels. Um, I think one that kind of does it perfectly as well would be the Scranton franchise. I mean, they do it so well, uh, in all four of those movies that, you know, it's all, it all builds up. Um, so each, each film and each addition into that sequence builds, on the mythos, on the characters, uh, and their motivations and their reasonings. So I think if they were to do that with Hellfest, I think that that would be cool as long as they don't go too far with it and they don't go and over explain the character and whether or not they would, you know, want to try to bring back Amy Forsyth's character. Um, I would love it because I'm, I, I love her in what I've seen her in. I mean, she was great in, uh, Channel Zero, um, the No End House, I believe that was the one, the second season. She's the main um, character in that. Uh, she's in um, A Christmas Horror Story. She's in the the Krampus uh, storyline in that. And so she's in this. So I, I probably haven't seen her too much outside of these kind of horror projects. But every time I see her, I really like her and I really like what she brings to her characters. So uh, if they would like to bring her back uh, or if they want to bring her back, it could go either way. Again, it just takes careful consideration, uh, careful storytelling. I think if they can do it right, then that would be a great way to do it. She could be kind of the new uh, Sydney Prescott um, for like a Hell Hellfest franchise. Um, but uh, I think that's all I got to say about it. Um, there's not much else I want to kind of give away except that, like, I really like the setting. I really like the story. I like the characters. It's very clever. Uh, it's, it's a tight movie. I mean, it, it doesn't kind of just, it doesn't feel like it drags anywhere. And even at like, I think it's about an hour and a half, maybe an hour and 20 something. Um, the, the, the fact that it has the different attractions and it's kind of a slow burn for the kills uh, makes the movie feel longer. And that's not and not in a bad way uh, because you you feel like you're getting the whole experience. And uh, I really appreciate that with this movie. So as for a review score, I'm going to give this one a four point five out of five. Um, 
and I definitely have to say go check it out. I don't know if it's available free on streaming, but I believe through... I know it's on a weekend sale right now uh, on Vudu. Uh, that'll be good till, I believe, Tuesday morning. Um, or you could probably rent it on either Vudu or Amazon uh, Prime. But I have to definitely recommend it. Now, it's time to kind of come down to who is the winner amongst these two movies. Which one, in my opinion, did it best? And I think you could probably tell by my review of this uh, that I think Hellfest is the better film. Which is really funny because when you look at the Rotten Tomato score, uh, Bloodfest got the higher score. I think it was like at a 63% on, on Rotten Tomatoes for the critics. And Hellfest was like at a 38-ish percent. Uh, those numbers might have changed or I might be a little bit off on the Hellfest numbers. Um, and that's kind of disappointing. One got a theatrical release. One didn't, uh, so much get a theatrical release, I think. Um, but what Hellfest did is what I wish Bloodfest would have done, which is it, it allowed the characters to explore the park. Uh, your main cast of characters are getting kind of offed slowly one by one until they start to realize that something is wrong here. Some is not right and that's what i wish bloodfest would have done instead bloodfest just bloodfest just goes from zero to 60 in like 10 minutes and everything's chaos and and carnage and uh everyone's just getting killed 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 and whereas you know hellfest just kind of builds the suspense builds the terror uh and really does a good job with its killer with its story, uh, with its environment. That's one thing I wish like Bloodfest would have done, would is would have explored that park more and and the attractions that they had set up and then slowly start taking out the groups of the park goers and, and the and the revelers. Um and that's what Hellfest I think does right is slowly knocked off and then when you get to that climax it's kind of chaos and then more you know more bystanders are kind of getting caught in the crosshairs of the killer going for his victim so i think that that's why hellfest uh definitely appealed to me a lot more and i watched bloodfest first so it wasn't like i watched hellfest and then i was like oh yes this is how it should be done and then i watched bloodfest no i i watched bloodfest first and kind of left wanting from it and i kept watching the trailers for hellfest and was going okay yeah well i see that this one got a little bit lesser rating it's probably not as good but what the heck i'll i'll, I'll give it a watch and ended up coming out loving it and and thinking it was the far superior product and both movies released in the same year and both had the similar concepts both went in their own directions which is a good thing if they've been too similar if they had kind of gone that similar route, uh, I think that you would have a more divided reception to it. I don't think either film would have succeeded uh, amongst a fan base. And I don't know if I would have been able to recommend either one of them because it would have been a case of, well, this is really it's it's kind of it kind of falls in the deep impact uh, Armageddon uh, camp, you know, two asteroid movies coming out in the same year but both did it a little bit differently from each other 
and and Dante's Peak and Volcano. You know, it's it's kind of that same situation. Uh, but fortunately, so far with what we've seen in those movies, is they've been similar concepts but done differently. And as long as they're executed differently, I think um, there's no wrong way to feel about it. So either even though I feel like Hellfest is the better film, um, I can't knock somebody for thinking Bloodfest is the better film because they are their different concepts. They approach things differently. They come at it from a different uh, viewpoint and uh, they both have different climaxes. They both have different... Um, motivating factors for the characters and um one is more of a celebration of horror films uh and kind of the horror genre whereas one is just a pure uh thing about the horror itself so i recommend both films uh let me know what you think and when when you uh listen to this from review and you check out the movies uh, just send me a, an email at criticsnutcynics at gmail.com or DM me on Twitter or just you know tweet me at criticsntcynics and let me know what you think about the film. I really would like to know uh, who has a different opinion um, about these films. I might even do a Twitter poll tomorrow and see which one uh, you guys think is the better film because I, I don't know. I haven't been able to uh, really talk about it with other uh friends i don't think uh pat who's been on the show in the past um i'm not sure if he's watched either one yet so i haven't really been able to talk to him about it um i'm not sure if crystal at the horror nights in podcast has watched either film yet um so we haven't been able to have a, a conversation about it and uh i'm out of my kind of close friends those are about the few that actually like horror films. So, uh, you know, the two people I could probably talk to the most about it uh, haven't probably seen the films. One I know for sure hasn't seen the films. The other one I don't know as much. But uh, I definitely have to recommend it. And uh, I want to thank everybody for, for uh, sticking around. And uh, we'll see you on day seven. <laughs>